Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, July 18th. In today's news, at a rally, the crowd chants send her back as President Trump attacks a Somali-born congresswoman. The House votes to kill an impeachment resolution. And FaceApp went viral with age-defying photos. Now Democratic leaders are warning campaigns to delete the Russian-created app immediately. But first, the big idea. Donald Trump was coming off a bruising few years. His casino and real estate businesses had teetered on the edge of collapse, awash in debt. His marriage to Ivana Trump had disintegrated, and his relationship with model Marla Maples had fallen apart. They would later reconcile. In November 1992, eager for a comeback, Trump did what only Trump would do. He threw a raucous party with NFL cheerleaders at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, and he invited NBC to tape the event. Footage of that party, unearthed and aired by NBC News yesterday, shows Trump grabbing, dancing cheerleaders, and socializing with financier Jeffrey Epstein, who was arrested last week and charged with sex trafficking. Trump has repeatedly said he's not a fan of Epstein's and that the two had a falling out about 15 years ago. Epstein, who owns a home in Palm Beach near Mar-a-Lago, pleaded guilty in 2008 to soliciting a minor for prostitution. In the video from the 1992 party, the two men appear chummy, chuckling, as Trump appears to point out women on the dance floor. At one point, Trump can be seen whispering in Epstein's ear, causing him to double over in laughter. The footage was taken for a feature on Trump that aired on the NBC talk show A Closer Look that month. On the segment, host Faith Daniels described that Trump agreed to come on the show only after he kissed the news anchor on the lips in front of photographers at a charity dinner in New York while her husband's back was turned. Trump's interactions with women at this Mar-a-Lago party that's on tape, welcome or not, provide visual evidence of the kind of behavior he would later brag about on the 2005 Access Hollywood recording that surfaced near the end of the presidential campaign, that he could grab and kiss women because he was a celebrity. Sixteen women have publicly accused Trump of sexual misconduct over the past several decades, including a former magazine columnist who went public last month with her claim that Trump assaulted her in a department store dressing room around 1995. Trump has denied every allegation and says all 16 women are liars. People who attended the Mar-a-Lago party recalled that the cheerleaders were from the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, which were playing that weekend in Miami. Trump has long been interested in the NFL, and in 2014 he made a failed bid to buy the Bills. In the footage from November 1992, Trump can be seen putting his arm around the waist of one of the women, yanking her toward him and patting her on the backside as she laughs. During the interview for that segment, Trump told Daniels that he didn't think he would ever run for president. Why? He nodded to his extramarital affairs and said his desire to date lots of women would be a likely obstacle. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Trump, who got elected president despite the Access Hollywood video, held a big campaign rally last night in North Carolina, 
where the crowd responded to his attacks on a Somali-born Muslim congresswoman with chants of send her back, send her back. The crowd's response to Trump echoed the racist remarks he has aimed in recent days at four minority Democratic congresswomen, the squad, who he is accused of making hateful comments about the country, setting off a controversy that led the Democratic House to vote to formally rebuke him on Tuesday night. The event in North Carolina made clear that Trump plans to use his criticism of the liberal lawmakers as a rallying cry during his 2020 campaign as he seeks to frame the election around the nationalistic message that has inflamed racial tensions across the country. Early in his 90-minute speech, Trump elicited loud boos and cries of traitor when he went individually after each member of the squad, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ayanna Presley, and Rashida Tlaib. But he reserved most of his wrath for Ilhan Omar. Omar, who represents Minnesota in Congress, responded to Trump's comments at the rally on Twitter. She shared a poem from Maya Angelou. Quote, You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still, like air, I'll rise. Number two. House Democrats joined with Republicans last night to kill an impeachment resolution against Trump, a move that's likely to rankle the Democratic base clamoring to oust the president. The vote was 332 to 95, with 95 Democrats voting to keep the resolution alive and 137 of their colleagues siding with the Republicans. It was a surprising turn just one day after the two parties bickered bitterly over the resolution to condemn Trump's racist remarks. Congressman Al Green, the Democrat from Texas, put his leaders in a bind by filing articles of impeachment accusing Trump of committing high crimes and misdemeanors. The resolution, which cited Trump's comments about the four congresswomen, was privileged, which means that the House had to act within two days. Impeaching Donald John Trump, President of the United States of High Misdemeanors. Resolved that Donald John Trump, President of the United States, is unfit to be President, unfit to represent the American values of decency and morality, respectability and civility. Senior Democratic leaders favored a procedural vote to table or effectively kill the resolution. That avoided a direct vote on the impeachment articles. Republicans supported that step after receiving sign-off from the White House. Shortly after the vote, Trump claimed victory, casting the move as a straightforward decision on impeachment when it was actually a vote to put off any action, at least for now. But the House did vote yesterday to hold Attorney General Bill Barr and Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross in criminal contempt for failing to provide documents related to the Trump administration's efforts to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census. Number three, the Democratic National Committee on Wednesday warned presidential campaigns against using the viral face-transforming Face app, citing the software's Russian developers. It urged campaign staff to, quote, delete the app immediately. The app allows users to upload photos of their faces and then have them automatically edited to look like their future selves, replete with wrinkles and graying hair. It's a popular trick that has filled the social media feeds of millions of users, including celebrities like Drake, LeBron James, and the Jonas Brothers. But concerns over how the photos can be misused by the company, whose developers are headquartered in St. Petersburg, the same place where the Internet Research Agency was located, raised alarms among many users as well as DNC officials. 
Face app has altered photos for more than 80 million users since its 2017 release. It allows smartphone users to change a facial photo's age, gender, or hairstyle. You pick. The app uses artificial intelligence software to do it. The app's terms of service say that users grant the company a, quote, perpetual, irrevocable, and worldwide license to use a user's photo, name, or likeness basically in any way they see fit. It's a brave new world out there. Please be careful. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, July 18th. Thanks for listening. I'd really love to know what you like or don't like about The Daily 202 podcast. If you've already taken the survey, thank you. But if you haven't, I'd be grateful if you could go take the survey at WashingtonPost.com slash 202 survey. If you do, you'll be entered into our sweepstakes for five $100 Amazon gift cards. Thanks so much. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.